What is Shaking Fire Nation? JLD here, and I'm sure by now you are getting pretty used to me saying that the audio masterclasses that I have are awesome. Well, I take a lot of time and care in selecting the people to bring to you, so they are all awesome. But this one is a little special. There's few people that I can say had a massive impact on launching Entrepreneurs on Fire, and Pat Flynn is one of them, and he is today's guest. We are going to be talking about how to grow your business by attending conferences and events. And Pat is somebody who I've attended many conferences with, who I've spoken at many conferences with. He's just an incredible father, husband, and entrepreneur. He lives and works in San Diego. I used to live near him. Now I don't anymore in Puerto Rico. Uh, but you know, we still try to stay in touch as much as possible. I actually had him out to Puerto Rico um, back in April of 2018 and such a cool time. He owns a lot of successful online businesses. He's a professional blogger and keynote speaker and a Wall Street Journal bestselling author. And of course, he's the host of Smart Passive Income and Ask. Pat podcast, which have earned a combined total of over 50 million downloads, multiple awards, and he's been featured in publications like the New York Times and Forbes. And this guy is just the real deal, holy field, Pat Flynn. He was episode number one of Entrepreneurs on Fire. I'm having him back today, well past episode 2000, and we'll be diving into some great content when we get back from thanking our sponsor. You've heard me say this before, ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Well, what makes ZipRecruiter so smart? It learns what you like. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter and start reviewing applications, your feedback teaches ZipRecruiter's matching technology more about the precise skills and experiences you're looking for. That's how ZipRecruiter invites more qualified people to apply, which helps you quickly get better and better candidates until you find the perfect one. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right free, just go to ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Pat, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. What up, Fire Nation? Uh, Thanks (laughs) for having me, JLD. I appreciate uh, coming back on again. And as a reminder, which I always have to remind people, I was episode one. (laughs) One, literally. Episode one, which you all know, that's not my fun fact. My fun fact, which is hard for me to think about because at the beginning of all of my shows, I put a fun fact about myself that most people usually don't know about. So I I had to dig deep for this one, but this is a good one. And it relates to my son, Kaoni, who you recently met at at Podcast Movement, which is super cool. And thank you for the gift that you gave him, by the way, one one of your journals. Um, he was the first baby I ever held in my entire life. (laughs) What? I did not know that. I was so scared of like breaking other people's babies that I never held a baby before him. Breaking other people's babies. I love that phrase. (laughs) Definitely going to use that next time somebody tries to hand me their baby and be like, I don't want to break your baby. I literally said that. Oh, Fire Nation. Well, you know Pat Flynn. I gave a killer intro of him, of course, at the beginning of the show. And we are going to have an amazing audio masterclass on how to grow your business by attending conferences and events. And there's nobody that I personally know that's going to deliver more value on this topic than Pat Flynn. Yes, episode one, and he's been on a few times as well since then. But now we're well past episode 2000, and he's joining us again, way over 2,000 days later, which is super cool from his first episode. Now, Pat, give us a little teaser, just a little tease of a few of the things we're going to chat about today. Yes, we're going to talk about live events, like in-person events, which I I know a lot of you attend those. A lot of you are a little apprehensive to to go to those. We're going to talk about why those are important, but not just why, but what to do when you're there. I think a lot of people go into those like, I'm going to go watch a few people speak and just (laughs) kind of hope for the best, but there's actually strategies and things that you can do while you're there 
to maximize the impact that you have in your own business and also finding other relationships that you can start building too. We're going to talk about how, uh, how to, how to manage those live at conferences like that. And also like, you know, how to pick the best ones. And I'm going to tease a little bit of a, of a something, something that's happening next year that I'm putting on that I've never done before that, uh, that we'll talk about later. Fire Nation, you're going to want to stick around for that because what Pat's going to be talking about later when it comes to what he's got going on in San Diego 2019, you are not going to want to miss this opportunity. So definitely stick around for that. But let's just get into the meat and potatoes of all of this jazz. Why should more online business owners actually get out from behind their computer and get offline and attend conferences and attend events? Why? I mean, there's so many different reasons. I once heard that the best way to grow your online business is to get offline and to go and actually meet people. And that's one of the primary reasons because you're going to meet other people in the same space or industry that you're in. And you know, JLD, how important this is. I know a lot of your Fire Nation listeners know this too, but it's all about the relationships. Every single important thing that has happened in my business and my life has been a result of the relationships that I've built. And there's no easier, better way to build a relationship than in person. Because it's one thing to make friends online, which you should do as well. And there's a lot of ways to connect via social media or even having a conversation on Zoom or on a podcast or on Skype. But when you meet somebody in person, there's a certain vibe that you can get off of somebody else that you can take with you after you get back home. And then you can form a mastermind group. Potentially, you can partner up with people, which I've seen happen before, or even just pick people's brains in person because you guys are sitting down for coffee or having a meal or just passing each other through the hallways. Number one reason to go is so that you can build and foster these relationships. That's before going to conferences to learn. You go to build relationships, which I know makes some of you nervous because that made me nervous too because meeting people in person is a scary thing. This is partly why we become online entrepreneurs so that we don't have to meet people in person, but you kind of have to meet people in person because that's how you're going to be remembered. That's how you're going to stand out and that's how you're going to learn about what you're going to do to better serve your audience. That's another benefit, not just relationships to help you grow your business in terms of partnerships and mastermind groups, but relationships with your audience. So if you go to conferences where your target audience exists, whether you go to speak or just go to attend, you can meet people who you serve, whether they're a customer or subscriber of yours or not, they're your people. Have conversations with them. They're gonna wanna be in a conversation just like you wanna be with them. And you can do some research. And I love using those opportunities to ask questions like, so, okay, you're here, you're learning, but like, what's been the biggest struggle for you related to this? Very similar to what you might do in an email, or on social media, but in person, a person has to res- respond, right? It's not like online where you can send an email and go, hey, what are you struggling with? And you may or may not get a response back. If you are in person with somebody who is in your target market and you go, what, like, what's been the biggest challenge for you re- recently about this? It would be weird for them to just not answer and turn around and walk away, right? right. That'd be actually really rude. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the opportunity to not just get a reply right away, but also ask further questions and you're there and in person and maybe you're sharing a meal together or sharing a drink or something. I mean, you get to know the real meat of why a person is either struggling with something or what they need help with or what they've tried and didn't work out. You get to do research while you're there too. Um, And then I think the other reason is because it's just smart to get away from the computer every once in a while. It's a nice break from the normal work that we do as online business owners to go and be there and meet people, but also have fun and get out, get outside and get some I was going to say get some sun, but usually it's like blast AC, <laughs> right. not sun, uh, unless you go to Puerto Rico for right. a mastermind event of some In of a some pool. Sort. In a pool, which we've done before and is super fun and unique. But 
uh, yeah, I mean, getting out, get, just getting out and, 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 you know, talking to people. That's really what this is about. So there's a lot of things that I took away from that. The two things I really want to make sure that you, Fire Nation, are really taking in. You go to build and foster relationships. That's with your peers. That's with your audience. That allows you to ask those further questions because like Pat said, Pat said, they're not going to walk away from you when you're face-to-face asking them a question. Then also, take a break and get out of your common routine, that common circle that you're in. I mean, I literally am called like Bubble Boy in Puerto Rico because we live in this community and I, I like never leave when I'm here. But of course, I'm always going out to conferences and uh, places around the world, but I, I, I never get out of, of my little bubble here to go to other places in Puerto Rico. So that's one thing that we got to get ourselves out of just that habit, that bubble fire nation, because you can just do so many cool things. And Pat, real quick, I want to share these two stories because they're so relevant to you and to conferences. And I think they're so important for a number of reasons. Back in June of 2012, okay, this is three months before I launched my podcast, but I knew I wanted to. I went to Blog World in New York City and I went and I watched your talk and um, a bunch of other people speak as well. And I was just blown away by the content. I loved it. It was at the Javits Center in New York City back in June 2012, like over six years ago. It's crazy to think. And then you and Derek Halpern threw a get-together party right on a roof deck overlooking Madison Square Garden. And I got to go because I, I had hired Jamie uh, Masters as a mentor. And so she was able to get the invite. And I went with her as her guest. And you were there and Derek was there. You guys were like surrounded uh, by people that were talking. And I was just like, wow, that was so awesome. He just presented. Now he's just here hanging out like a normal person. And I'll never forget this truth, true story. And I've never mentioned this to you, but I started walking over towards you to just like, you know, wait around and kind of stand and then go get a drink and hang out and say hello to you. And you looked over for whatever reason and you kind of just put your arm out, like very like open embracing. Like, hey, hey, get in here, man. And like you recognized me because I had like asked a question at your talk and you brought me in and I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And it was such a cool experience for me. And then fast forward six months later, I had launched my podcast. I had hired Cliff Ravenscraft to be my mentor. And because of that, there was a last minute dropout to speak at uh, New Media Expo January in Las Vegas, January 2013. Mm-hmm. And I went and I spoke there and I was so freaking out to speak. But what happened? Pathlin to the rescue. Like I wasn't going to have a wireless mic, but you brought yours. So like you came into my room and you hooked it up. And I was just like, oh my God, I went from like, you know, just being in his, uh, presence in in attendance at his talk six months ago to now he's helping me with my speech. And it was just such a cool experience in Fire Nation. That was all because I got out of my little studio apartment in Maine with my mentor, Jamie Masters, who's a mutual friend of both of ours, and went to these conferences. It was absolutely game-changing. Everything changed for me that day going forward, the credibility, everything. It was so important. But Pat, one thing that that I want to share with you right now, and I want you to share specifically with Fire Nation is, I've noticed that there are a lot of conferences. I mean, it seems like there's just more and more building up. Like back when we started, there was like one or two that were pretty um, consistent in our industry, then four and five, and then it keeps kind of growing out. So there are a lot. How would you recommend people actually decide which conferences that they should go to and actually spend their time and money at? Yeah, I mean, the tough part about these conferences is that they happen during a specific time of the year at a specific place, which may or may not be easily accessible to you or affordable. And so you kind of have to realize that this is an investment, number one, because these are things that do cost money and time. It's not just the time that the conferences, but the time to travel there, the time to travel back and realizing that like when you get back, you're going to get back to normal, which takes some time and there can be some transition lull time in there as well. So keeping those things in mind, that combined with where is your target audience, if that's your goal, or the influencers that you want to meet, 
uh, or the kind of content that you want to learn, like all those things mixed together. What I would recommend doing is making a list of ones that are possibilities. I would also, if you have an audience already, ask them email or social media, what conferences are you planning on going to next year? Those would be, those would be good targets for you to go, okay, well, those are the ones I need to research. Maybe you could even speak at some of them too, which you might want to consider. Speaking has definitely changed my business. I know it's changed yours as well, JLP. Absolutely. And so I'd recommend that. I know another thing that we, we missed, which is a big benefit of, of going to conferences is knowing that if that's where your target audience exists or some of your fans or people are, putting meetups on. This is something that I learned mm. uh, from you. And I, I mean, I guess you learned from me because you talked about that Derek story. <laughs> True. Um, you know, we kind of learn from each other here, but we bring our fans together and we get them to meet each other. And those are some of the most amazing moments that happen at conferences. It's a great excuse to put on a little meetup, whether you just get a small space at the conference event for free from, you know, like that's not in use or you meet in the lobby or something or you meet at a local uh, restaurant or you go so far as like what Derek and I did. We rented a rooftop bar and you can rent out a restaurant or however you want to do it. doesn't really matter. What matters is you're bringing your audience together and you can have this be a, another reason for your audience to go and you get to meet them and you get to do the, do that research I was talking about. But you also get your audience to meet each other. And one thing that I've uh, definitely realized over time is that when you become the reason that your people meet each other, that's community. Community isn't just you talking to, to your audience and your audience talking to you. It's your audience talking to each other. There's no better way to do that than in person. And it's a great, casual, relaxing, relatively excuse to get people together versus putting on a giant conference. You can put on a small meetup that is sort of like a side thing that happens during a conference that's already being put. So it's another great excuse for people to come and meet you. And that's how you get your raving fans because they have these experiences that not everybody in your audience has. It becomes a moment to remember. It becomes something that they can talk about, something that they want to share with people because their other friends didn't get to go. And so those are all great, great reasons to kind of go to events as well. But in terms of like which events to go to, you know, we kind of covered it already. Um, topic obviously is really important, but influencers that you want to meet and where are your people at. Uh, that, that those are the main things, and obviously considering location and time and, and investment too. But really, it's just up to you. And I would, I would, ha I would have conversations with people about conferences they've been to and which ones they like and don't like and why. If you've never been to conferences before, that's the best way to start determining which one you might want to go to is to just talk to people about it. Hey, what were your favorite conferences last year? Which one would you recommend that I might go to, or what was uh, the most memorable conference that you went to recently? Meetups are such a great point. I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, I have been piggybacking off of podcast movement for five years now. You and I actually just a couple of weeks ago got back from Philly, great podcast movement conference. You were the keynote speaker. You rocked it on stage with Thank your you. son. You guys were both incredible. I loved it. I was obviously front row cheering you on. And every year now for five years, years, I've been throwing a podcaster's paradise meetup at podcast movement. Because guess what? I'd love to throw a podcaster's paradise conference. It would be awesome. It would be fun. There's over 3,700 people in podcaster's paradise. Like it would be amazing. But guess what? It's a huge production to put on an event, which Pat, I'm sure you're finding out right now as you're getting ready yeah. to throw your event. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's almost a year away and it's still like, oh my goodness, there's so much going on here. So what did I do instead? I rent out an entire restaurant at every single one of these podcast movements and I have all the podcasts of paradise come and we provide food, we provide drinks. Yes, we rack up a pretty big bill, but 
It's four hours of absolute fun. We get to give out shirts and gifts and we had like all these giveaways and it's a, a chance for my community podcast spirits to come together every single year and we have hundreds and hundreds of people that attend. Pat, you have been to a few of them as well. I have you in mm-hmm. a video hanging out on one of them. I mean, we have them every single year and so guess what? If you're listening right now, you don't have to say, okay, I'm going to throw my own conference right now. Look at it at a conference that you know you think would be uh, really cool for you and your audience and then say, hey, the five or 10 or 20 or 100 people that I have in my you know, private Facebook group for this specific community, let's go to this conference, let's get together, let's have a dinner, let's, let's hang out. That's how it can start. That's how mm-hmm. it can definitely make sense. So love that point, Pat. Even if it's like five people or even three people, you're sitting there and you're getting to have a conversation with them. I mean, those are going to be moments for all of you to remember. But th- what are the chances that those people who attend your meetup are going to come back and continue to want to be a fan of yours and you know, be an ambassador of yours? The, the chances are far more likely when you give them those kinds of experiences. Um, I promise this is the last story, but this is just too <laughs> good to pass up right here because of what okay. you just said. So when I went to speak at New Media Expo, um, I had somebody reach out to me. and I'm, I'm withholding his name for a reason for right now. And he said, John, I want to put together a Fire Nation meetup. He's like, let's just announce it on your podcast and then we'll have a meetup at like the In-N-Out Burger this nearby and we'll have a, a blast and we'll just all get to know each other. I'm like, awesome, let's do it. And I'm like, I have an audience? Wow, I didn't really know that yet because I had just launched my podcast. And so sure enough, we did it. We put the announcement out and then guess what? I went to the In-N-Out Burger and it was him, one woman, Shay, who is by the way, still a podcaster and in Podcasters Paradise and Rockin' and me. There was three people at that entire meetup. And so only one person actually showed up besides the two of us. But you know who that guy was to put together? It was Jared Easley, the founder of Podcast Movement. How funny is that? Oh, uh, no way. <laughs> so, hey. At an In-N-Out Burger. At an In-N-Out Burger in Vegas, Fire Nation, my first ever meetup, and we laugh about it every time, was really two people, well, three people, including myself. So three That's people funny. total. And you know what? Yeah, a, a little good. side tip if you're doing a meetup is like, because I know the Vegas layout, like in and outs not close to everything. No, so, it was a bad location. It's really yeah. bad. P- p- pick something that's easy to go to and, and it'll be you'll, you'll have more people show up. I actually decided to walk there too because I'm like, oh, it's a mile and a half away, but it was like over high. It was the worst idea in the world. I was like, like sweaty. Degrees. Oh, <laughs> we could talk for hours about that. Sweaty burgers. Okay. <laughs> so bad. I am not an introvert. Chase Reeves, not an introvert, but we are in the minority. I'm, I really believe like 70 to 80% of people identify themselves as introverts and you are a self-proclaimed introvert. So give us some tips for people, especially introverts in the crowd that can help them maximize their conference experience because I know a lot of them are just like, I'm an introvert. I'm going to be horrible at conferences. Those two things don't go together. Because you're an introvert, uh, it doesn't mean that you're going to have a bad experience. It means that you're going to be nervous about people. People suck energy from you versus extroverts where you have to be around people because that gives you energy. But that's not a bad thing. What I've realized is that when I get nervous when I'm about to meet people or about to go in a group kind of setting like that, um, that nervousness is is in that fear is is just it just means that this is important to me. And so I just kind of channel that energy and turn it into energy that I'm going to use to build relationships. And again, remembering why you're there and why you're doing this can help give you that boost you need to actually go and have those conversations or do those things. Um, one rule that I have is called the three second rule. And I learned this from a book called The Game, actually, by Neil Strauss, which is a game, which is a book about like the underground world of pickup and dating, which I read just for fun. Just, you know, (laughs) 
<laughs> Truly, because I was already happily married, but it was a, it was a, it was a bestseller, and I was like, this is interesting. But a I really thought April does listen to the podcast. Isn't this a safe zone? <laughs> this is a safe zone, but I'm still always going to be authentic and, and honest here. Um, <laughs> but there was a rule in there that, like, hey, if you're nervous to, if you want to chat with a girl or something, or, or 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 somebody who looks good on the other side of the room, don't give yourself more than three seconds to psych yourself out. You just go and just say hello. And after that hello, after that first initial sentence that you say, everything else gets so much easier because we always psych ourselves out before the thing happens. I think even Will Smith talked about this when he went skydiving. He was talking about his skydiving experience and how he was so fearful of it when he was on the plane. But once he finally got pushed off the plane, it was like bliss. Because even though that's the point at which maximum fear should be there because that's the most dangerous part when you're falling, you're actually really safe in the plane. Um, that's the most blissful part. So the fear is kind of un- unnecessary. Uh, and, and so not giving yourself more than three seconds to psych yourself out when you, when you want to say hi to somebody or meet somebody, if in your head you go, I should meet that person, you just go and do it. Don't <laughs> give yourself time to psych yourself out. That's helped me so much because once you start that conversation, this is the, set, the next tip, is just saying something in the beginning gets it going. I mean, likely the person that you're speaking to is just as nervous, even though they might not look like it, but they're just as nervous or introverted as you might be. And so just keep that in mind. And so when you start, then things start to happen. Even if you're sitting down and getting ready to watch a presentation, somebody sits next to you, practice. Don't give yourself more than three seconds to look over before it starts. Don't be rude and start talking after it starts, but look over (laughs) and just say, hey, hello, my name is Pat. Um, Where are you from? Uh, And then you can just kind of go from there. And then you can, you know, you can feel out the conversation from, from there based on a lot of their initial uh, responses, you might find that, well, they don't want to be talked to, and that's fine. I mean, honestly, and here's the third tip, asking yourself this question, and this is a tip that I've used across all of, uh, of my businesses in all different ways, and that tip is asking yourself this, what's the worst that can happen? Just ask yourself that, and when it comes to talking to people, the worst thing that can happen is they'll say, sorry, I'm busy right now, or no, they're not going to go, why are you trying to talk to me? You're you're disgusting looking, and I don't like the sound <laughs> of your voice. Like, nobody does that, and if they do, that's not anybody you'd want to chat with anyway. So just get the courage to go up there and start and don't give yourself time to psych yourself out because, hey, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, three second rule, key fire nation, make that happen. And then ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen? And believe me, uh, when you start to put those kind of simulations through your mind, you realize not that bad. So Fire Nation, if you think that we have been dropping value bombs, uh, you'd be thinking correctly. And we have some more value bombs coming up after we thank our sponsor. Fire Nation, I'm here with Ian Siegel, the CEO of Zip Recruiter. And Ian, it seems like Zip Recruiter is constantly optimizing and looking for new ways to help employers. What's a recent product feature you're excited about? The number one pain point for employers is finding qualified candidates. Everybody gets a bunch of candidates when they post a job, but it's really difficult to find qualified candidates. And one of the things that we discovered at ZipRecruiter is that when you get 30, 50, 70 candidates, sometimes it's hard to go through every single one of the people who applied and make sure you give them appropriate consideration. We built a feature at ZipRecruiter called Great Match. And what that does is straightforward. Our algorithms go through all of the applicants who apply to your jobs and sort the very best matches right to the top. It makes it trivially easy to see who the best applicants to your job are and to make sure you never miss a great candidate. 
Fire Nation, we can get to that finish line, but can you make the right decision when you're there? Because even after you filter out unqualified candidates, you can still get dozens of qualified ones, and reviewing even just a few can take a long time. Great Match is almost like having a personal assistant to prioritize the best, because you don't need to review all your candidates, just the best ones, and you can do that with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter takes a lot of the pain out of the hiring process. It starts with their powerful technology, which scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills, education, and experience, and actively invites them to apply to your job. Then, as Ian said, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the US based on Trustpilot ratings of hiring sites with over a thousand reviews. And right now, Fire Nation, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-I-R-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Pat, we're back and brother, I can go back over the years. We have been at so many conferences together and uh, you've actually been to a ton that I haven't been to as well. You just, you you speak from so many stages, you attend so many conferences. Mm-hmm. So I am super curious, super, super curious. Which conference or maybe a couple conferences have really stood out to you over the years? Yeah, I'll talk about a couple, um, I'll call them like good intro conferences for people, even though there are advanced things that happen here. Um, I think they are great, safe conferences with a lot of friendly people, which is kind of the, around the people that you want to be with. Um, so two, I want to mention, number one is Social Media Marketing World, which happens in San Diego. And that's every year around the March uh, time. And I've spoken every year, been there every year, and I love it because it's it's a large conference. It's a little intimidating, but you do find your people there and everybody's really friendly and there's so much great help. Plus the conference is one that really is very well organized. So it's kind of easy to get around. It's in beautiful San Diego. And like I said, there's great people there. Everybody's there to meet each other. And there's some great content on stage too. Um, The other one I would recommend is FinCon, which is the financial blogger conference. And although it started in 2013 for basically the financial blogging world, uh, it's, it's since expanded to become much more than just a place for financial bloggers to go to. A lot of bloggers across the entire blogosphere and even podcast fear and, and YouTubers, they all show up because it's a well-run event by a guy named Philip Taylor, PT for short. He puts on a very well-run event and again, very similar family, family-like family feel with the people that are there uh, and, and the community that's there too. And plus there's a lot of fun that happens uh, at those conferences. Now those two conferences are much bigger. And so those are, those are conferences where you're gonna see a lot of people presenting at the same time. So you're gonna have to make some decisions on, okay, which speaker do I want to go see and, and, and things like that. It's also a great opportunity to meet some influencers too. You can watch them speak and hang around afterwards. Most speakers will stay and have a chat a little bit, which is great. Um, other conferences are a little bit different where, for example, uh, Shalene Johnson has some good conferences where it's just literally mostly her on stage the whole time. Her and her family come on stage and it's very much like there to help her build her brand, but her to serve her audience. And it's a lot of effort from Shalene for sure, but it's very well done, very well produced, about 800 people all in one room watching the same stage the entire time mm. versus having, you know, 10 presentations going on at the same time and having you have to make decisions on which one you want to go to. Um, when I run my conference, which I'll tell you about in a little bit, um, it's going to be run very similar to Shaleen's because we are definitely personal brands versus, you know, social media marketing world definitely has Michael Stelzner behind it. And if you've watched the journey, he has becoming more of a face of the brand 
but uh, it's still an overall conference for the world of social media. FinCon PT likes to remain behind the scenes. Shalene, she likes to step up, and, and, and I'm going to step up too. I imagine that if you <laughs> run an event uh, one day, John, it'll be very similar to Shalene's because you are such a powerhouse brand and everybody's there for you. Um, Thanks, brother. Yeah, man. Um, and then and then there's like smaller ones uh, that I've attended before. Too, too many to mention names, but you know, there's like 100, 150 people. Those are great because you get to get very intimate with the audience. And although the audience is usually smaller when you speak there, um, it's a lot easier to meet more people and uh, people tend to find each other a lot more. Um, uh, other conferences that I've enjoyed have been very specific to certain goals that I've had. So for example, last year I went to Vid Summit, which is a conference that is put on by a guy named Daryl Eaves. Uh, he's in the YouTube video space and I've been looking to get into YouTube and I went there to meet a lot of people and to learn, and I did both. And as a result of that, I've built some amazing relationships that have turned into collaborations on YouTube, uh, great relationships where we're now partnering as JV partners with each other and those kinds of things. Um, and since that conference and since implementing what I learned, I've grown from about 80,000 uh, YouTube subscribers to now, we just passed today, 130,000 wow. YouTube subscribers. Thanks to mostly what I learned there and the relationships built there too. So you can learn at these conferences. I know we didn't really touch on that much, but obviously you can go to conferences to learn to grow your business too. But honestly, most of that growth as a result of that conference in particular was a result of the relationships that I built once again. So, you know, um, and, and, and putting yourself out there, I think, you know, going back to your last question on, you know, what are some tips? It's, it's going to be a challenge for some of you, especially you introverts like me. But when you put yourself out there, you create opportunities. If you were to hide in the corner or in the, in the nap room, it's I, I like social media marketing world because there's like a little corner uh, of the conference where it's like the nap station and there's like people there <laughs> napping or the introverts or like the introvert hangout where nobody's right. talking. And, and I'm like, that's so cool that they have that for us. But I also am like, come on, like I saw you there two hours ago and you're still sitting there like reading a book, like, come on, get up, like go meet people. You only make opportunities for yourself when you make opportunities for yourself and nothing's going to magically happen. You're going to have to put yourself out there for sure in order to see some results. All great recommendations, FinCon, Social Media Marketing World for those bigger conferences, Fire Nation. And I want to give a couple quick shout outs. You know, one for my home state of Maine, my friend Rich Brooks puts on Agents of Change, which is kind of going to what Pat was saying with those single track conferences. I personally love those where you just bring a handful of great speakers. Pat, you've rocked the stage at Agents of Change before. And it's just a really cool single track conference where you're just there, you're you're with the you're with the crowd, you're gonna be experiencing the same thing every single time. And it's a really cool experience. And then let's be honest, my man, we gotta give our brother Ducker. from another mother a shout out. You knew where I was going with I this. I knew where you're going. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of Fire Nation uh ers, listeners in Europe. So why don't you uh give a little detail about that for us? Yeah, the the Entrepreneur Summit is amazing. I mean, Chris puts on all kinds of events. He used to do the Tropical Think Tank, which was like a 50-ish person event in the Philippines. So cool. And now he's brought it uh, to Europe with him in England and uh, has made it much bigger and much more expansive and an and, and even better experience. I was uh, a keynote speaker, the final keynote speaker last year when it uh, in its inaugural year. We're doing it again this year. I think tickets are almost sold out at youpreneursummit.com. Uh, and Chris just puts every little detail into it. Um, more than and the reason I, I just I know Chris is listening to this and was like, dude, bro, why didn't you mention me? For, <laughs> like, I think I mentioned it too much everywhere else. And I wanted to give other people some shout outs, dude. But I think and I'm glad JLD mentioned it. Um, top notch events that are in Europe for sure. And um, unlike anything else, because of the just the caliber of speakers, uh, obviously, and the content is great. But like the way he gets you to want to participate 
and the way he gets you to feel like you're a part of the youpreneur community, even if you're not in, in youpreneur itself. Um, it's just really great. And I had a wonderful experience in, in England. And plus, obviously, England's a beauty. I was so impressed with London. It was my first time ever in London. I've been to yeah. Ireland and to so many places on the mainland of Europe, but never to London. The city blew me away. And the conference is literally in the shadows of Westminster Abbey. It is so beautiful. You can like throw a rock and hit Big Ben from when you walk out the doors. It was super cool. And Pat did mention he was the closing keynote. iFire Nation was the opening keynote. And if you can tell me a better way to start and finish a conference, I don't know if there is one. So uh, <laughs> Pat on the bat on the back for you, Pat, and I guess myself too, right? But it was a great conference. It was so much fun on every single level. And this is what you got to find is your conference location wise. Like, what do you want content wise? Like, these are all the different things that are really important to think about when you're looking for the right conferences for you. Oh, and there's hundreds, right? You, so you many. have to do the research, especially in the micro niches. I mean, you, you got to do them, right? And even though it's a micro niche that you might be in, you can still become the authority there. And when you go, you become like a little bit of a celebrity. I mean, I, we, John and I become a little bit bigger celebrities because we have bigger audiences. But in micro niches, you can become very similar in your own little space. You just have to go there and show up. And even if it's a few people who who meet you, they're going to be like super stoked about meeting you because they hear your voice or they read your blog or they watch your videos. Like give them those opportunities and you'll see what kind of magic can happen. As I mentioned already once, Pat was the opening keynote at Podcast Movement. He rocked it with his son in front of 2,000 people. And it was just so much fun to, to see him up on stage doing his thing. And Pat, you, you shared some pretty big news. Why don't you uh, enlighten Fire Nation? It was that I was going to be putting on my first event um, next year in San Diego, July 2019, uh, end of July of 2019. We're still finalizing dates. And by the time you listen to this, likely all that stuff will be nailed down and we'll give you a link in just a minute so you can go find it and check it out. Um, but I'm so excited about this and it's about time. You know, I've been doing business for you know, my 10 year anniversary wow. um, was this year since getting it's laid crazy. off. And in, in, in this month uh, that you're listening to this is the 10 year anniversary since smartpassiveincome.com started. And so I figured it would be a great way to kind of get people excited about coming and celebrating and being a part of the uh, part of the part of the experience. And really, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be an experience. It's, I'm not calling it a conference, even though it's in the name of the conference, which is called FlynnCon. Um, FlynnCon one is what it's called, colon, press start. And the way we're <laughs> positioning it is every year is going to be different. So FlynnCon two will be something else. FlynnCon three will be something else. And it'll be something new and exciting and a little mysterious every single year. And we're thinking of um, making it really a really great experience for uh, fans of SPI and, and even people who aren't. Um, but we're also going to do some things to make it a little bit different. For instance, uh, this is like this is pretty much the one of the only conferences that happens in, in the middle of the year because most conferences happen uh, during work season, right. not in summer. So because I live in San Diego and because I'm a big family man, I'm going to make it family friendly. I'm not going to say I'm not going to like sell tickets to like 12 and under or anything like that. But I will say that it will be family friendly content. Um, I'm also not going to have alcohol at it either. And it's going to be a little bit different. One of those conferences where I can imagine a family with, you know, mom, dad, two kids, you know, hey, if they were going to pick one conference to go to and bring their family to uh, to tour around the city while like the wife or the husband's at the event like San Diego, Legoland, SeaWorld, all the other places so around. Um I think it'll be a good one. Like, hey, if you're gonna go, to, if you're gonna go to one conference, go to Pat's because it's also fun for us too. Um, that that's the kind of feel I want. And in terms of content, I'm I'm not gonna share 
uh, because it's it's a little bit mysterious in, in terms of uh, the way the event's going to be run. Like I said, it's going to be run similar to Shaleen's in terms of you're going to see mostly me. My wife's going to get involved too, my kids. will see us on stage. There's going to be a lot of storytelling, a lot of uh, multimedia experiences in there. And um, it's going to be about community and building uh, the relationships between people who are there attending live as well. There will be some special guests, but they will go unannounced. I know a lot of people use conferences and special guests to uh, to promote those conferences. Um, like, hey, you know, Seth Godin's going to speak and, you know, buy your ticket because Seth is going to be there or Gary Vee is going to be there. It's not going to be like that. You won't even know who they are until the, until they're there. So it's going to be definitely um, positioned a lot differently. And we'll see what happens. This is something that I'm def- deathly afraid of doing, and that's why I know <laughs> I have to do it. I, that's why I know I have to do it because, you know, I – put a lot of time and effort and if you've ever seen me in, if you've ever seen me speak on stage you know you know I put a ton of time and effort into each individual presentation um, it's about time that I do that for my own conference and and I think bringing people to me into San Diego would be will be a lot of fun so flincon 1 uh, press start is the theme in July of 2019 and you can check that out at entrepreneursonfire.com/flincon and we'll get a special deal for for fire nation as well um, you know, I'm learning a lot now about like pricing and selling tickets and whatnot and price increases over time is very usual. I'm going to make sure that everybody in Fire Nation who listens to this and this alone um, gets a special deal where there's no pressure and, you know, yes, tickets may sell out, but I'm not going to increase the price on you. And this is something that um, uh, I've worked with when I promoted other people's conferences that was really cool for my audience. So I want to do that for you and, and for Fire Nation too. So uh, whatever the base price is, it's going to stick at that for you, uh, Fire Nation. And uh, again, the link is entrepreneursonfire.com slash FlynnCon, F-L-Y-N-N-C-O-N. And more information will be there, although I'm definitely going to be hiding some stuff because I want it to be a surprise <laughs> and a great experience. Yeah, so Fire Nation, and by the way, that obviously link will work, but if you have trouble spelling entrepreneurs on fire, then you can just go to eofire.com oh, slash flincon. No, both will work. Both will work awesome. Um, so eofire.com slash flincon. That's two N's in Flynn, one N in con. So flincon. And you're going to get that base price that Pat is so generously extending uh, to you, Fire Nation. And I'm going to just say it up right now. This event is going to be life-changing for a lot of people that attend. So I hope you're one of those people that attend. I hope you're one of those people that does literally have their life changed because that is going to be happening there, period, eofire.com slash FlynnCon. It's going to be amazing. I mean, I saw what Pat did at Podcast Movements with his keynote. Um, and if that's what he did for his keynote, it's going to be mind-blowing what he does for his entire conference, FlynnCon one press start. And Pat, let's end by sharing what I was actually kind of alluding to when I said your announcement from stage at Podcast Movement and has something to do with beeswax, I think. Yeah. Oh, thank you. No, thank <laughs> you for setting that up. Um, yeah. So my son, so I, I, I brought my son with me to Philly and we were like, I, I wanted to hide him the whole time because he was going to be a big surprise in the middle of the keynote presentation because the end of the keynote, I announced a new podcast that I created called All of Your Beeswax. And it is co-hosted uh, with me and my son. And my son is eight years old. These are conversations that I've had with him about business, life, personal development that are really fun and interesting and exciting. And um, I've had a lot, a lot of people who don't even have kids listen and say they got a lot of value out of it too, which is pretty cool. Um, my favorite comments are the ones that are like, man, you're inspiring me to you know, be a better parent, which I'm like, that's that's super cool. But anyway, um, it's called All of Your Beeswax, All of Your Beeswax, uh, because that's like, 
you know, in the playground where they say, none of your business, none of your beeswax. <laughs> oh, I've said that multiple times. Yeah, like this is all of your beeswax. And we got a really cool theme song that has already been stuck in it's a lot awesome. of people's heads. And I brought him on stage after I announced it as a surprise. And I had him on stage for about 10 minutes and we did a little interview and he rocked it. He's only eight, but he was in front of 2,000 people and he answered some great questions and elaborated on a lot of things. He even was able to compare the benefits of doing a podcast versus doing YouTube, which was really interesting. And um, then he came into the networking uh, party that night with 200 people and he was having like these amazing conversations with people and was able to survive a three hour long meetup and uh, <laughs> was shaking hands with people and telling them, you know, telling everybody what he wanted to do when he grew up and what he loved about podcasting and what his plans were. So season one is out right now. You can find it all of your beeswax on iTunes uh, and wh wherever you listen to podcasts, all nine episodes of season one, we're recording episode, or season two now. Uh, which will be live in about, um, actually season two may be already live by the time you all listen to this. So you could have nearly 20 episodes to listen to all straight through. And um, we talk about everything. It's it's so much fun. I'm not even going to tell you the topic. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. So uh, I just want to say this, Pat, you are always giving so much value to everybody who uh, consumes your content in every way, shape and form. So give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance that you think would be a key kind of takeaway wrap up summation of what we've talked about today. What would that be? Yeah, I think a good piece of guidance for you is, and this is something that I implement too, and it's because it was a struggle for me to go to these conferences and take in so much information. And I know a lot of us are in consumption mode a lot when you're listening to podcasts or you're reading blog posts, or you're watching videos, or you're going to conferences. There's so much information out there. It can really overwhelm you and, and, and kind of paralyze you sometimes. And so the one tip I have for you, whether you're listening to a podcast or you're going to conferences and you're absorbing all this information and you're making all these relationships is come out of them with the one or two things that you know you now need to do and then make them your priority. Yes, there may be hundreds of things that you now know you need to do, thousands of tips that you've learned. But what's the top two? Because once you do those top two things, and likely those are things that are gonna kind of create a little domino effect that are, that are gonna make a number of other things happen, um, it just makes it so much easier to focus because there's a lot that you learn, and unless you start taking action, it would have been all for nothing. Because I, 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 I don't want you to go to conferences or I don't want you to listen to podcast episodes and I don't want you to watch YouTube videos where you just watch them and you consume them and then life is back to where, where it was before. I mean, things have to be different, but things can only be different if you take action on those things. Even if it's just one or two small things, they can really start to add up over time. So whenever you go to a conference, come out of it on the last day, go, what's, what, what's the best thing, the, the top two things I learned and what should I be doing next? That's the only thing you need to focus on. You can go back to your other notes later what are the top two things? Implement on that and you're gonna to start to see some results. Just like you should be doing that right now in the closing of this podcast, what are the one or two things you can take away and implement the next time you go to a conference? Fire Nation, you, yes, you. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you have been hanging out with Pat Flynn and JLD today. So how about you keep up the heat? And of course, head over to eofire.com. If you type Pat in the search bar, this episode is gonna pop up as well as the other ones he's done. Maybe have some fun today and go back and listen to episode one with Pat Flynn and myself. You'll hear two oh, different people. Oh, <laughs> six years ago. So crazy, so much fun. But of course, the strong call to action is this Fire Nation. Head over to 
eofire.com slash Flynn Just check out what's going on over there. See if that makes sense for you. Again, he's making this an incredibly family-friendly event, no alcohol. So if you've ever said, I just want to bring my family, I want to experience San Diego, I want to have a great time, I want to do this and that, this is an experience for you and it's going to be a mind-blowing experience. So eofire.com slash flingcon one Pat, thank you for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, man. Thank you, Fire Nation. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed that chat with Pat today. And I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag of who these secret guests are, but uh, you are going to want to be at FlynnCon 1 Press Start. So eofire.com slash FlynnCon and make that happen. And your big idea is a free training away. What do I mean by that? Well, you can take my completely free training to get your big idea, your North Star, the thing that's going to get you to where you want to be in life period, exclamation point, period, period, exclamation points, yourbigidea.io. That's yourbigidea.io. See you there, Fire Nation. Have a wonderful day. You and I both know hiring quality candidates isn't easy, but there's a place where hiring is so simple and smart. Zip Recruiter. Post your job with one click, then Zip Recruiter does the work for you. Their powerful matching technology scans millions of resumes across this network of hundreds of job boards to find the right people for your job and then actively invite them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try Zip Recruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter. Once again, the smartest way to hire.